0: Catch up on all the live shows right here on Africatechradio.com. Hey, how are you doing? This is Africa Tech Radio. My name is Lillian and you're listening to Tech Talk. Today I'm going to be giving you the trendiest news from Tuesday to Tuesday and uh, talking about the week uh, that just passed this october that is from tuesday 17th to today tuesday 24th okay i'm going to be telling you about the biggest news in tech uh, between these days right so i'm going to start first of all with this story from the federal government and ihs they're having a romance right now because the nigerian government made a deal worth one billion naira with i didn't say million i said billion with a telecommunications company called IHS Towers. Now, they want to create special places where people can learn technical skills. And this is part of a program called 3 Million Technical Talent, or 3MTT. The government wants to train people in different technical jobs to create 2 million digital jobs by 2025. Is this achievable? Well, fingers crossed. The technical skills covered by this program include... Software development, UI, UX design, data analysis and visualization, quality assurance, product management, data science, animation, AI, machine learning, cybersecurity, game development, cloud computing, DevOps, that is development and operations, amongst others. Now, if you are interested in any of this, just go and um, inquire about it, okay? Search online to find out more about this. The 1 billion naira funding from AHS from IHS TARS not only includes financial support but also a commitment to cover the salaries of 37 dedicated learning community managers, each stationed in various locations across Nigeria. Now these community managers will play a crucial role in facilitating the learning and training process. The government will pay for people to learn the skills and you know what? It is a free and this is a big plan right now to teach people technical skills and create lots of little jobs in Nigeria and they're partnering with a telecommunication company IHS to make this happen. So just go and research about this to know if you can be a partaker. Let's talk about Patricia, shall we? The customers of Patricia are to receive the first batch of payments in November because Patricia has employed or appointed a new trustee. Patricia is a crypto platform in Nigeria and they have contacted an SEC sec licensed trust company dlm trust to give back money to its customers now dlm trust will be like a middleman right but making sure that the money is given back to the customers fairly now the first set of payments to Patricia customers will start on november 20 2023 which is almost a month from today and this is part of Patricia's plan to repay two million dollars lost during a hack last year Patricia has confirmed that it doesn't have physical offices in Nigeria as well because rumors are going around that they do. But they're saying that um, I don't have physical office right now and uh, I don't know where you guys are getting information from. They said they're also offering uh, customers a chance to change their deposits into shares of the company. So either you want your money back or you can just change it to shares. So people were worried that Patricia has disappeared with their money because a video showed what seemed to be an empty office, but Patricia's CEO, Hanu Figuro explained that they operate remotely. And the office in the video was used as a free workspace for developers and crypto enthusiasts. Patricia has its main office in Euthenia, not Nigeria, according to the CEO. Also, in simple terms, Patricia is working with a trusted company to give back money to its customers who lost it during the hack. So let's see how that goes and of course we'll keep you posted on Africa Tech Radio. Let's talk about iRocco TV or (laughs) iRocco. Right now of course they are a streaming platform and they have been around for a long time before people started knowing so much about Netflix in Nigeria iRocco TV has been everywhere right but not just as big as Netflix they have been around for 12 years in Africa. But they have recently faced some issues. Their website went offline and their mobile app disappeared from app stores like Apple and Android. This caused a lot of speculations uh, that the service was shutting down or in trouble and this is because a lot of um, tech companies right now are shutting down leaving the market so this is not really unfounded. Particularly, iPhone users were unable to re-download the app from the Apple app store for several months dating back to June. Now, this situation led to concerns about the platform's future. However, Jason Njoku, who is the CEO of Iroko TV, clarified that the company isn't shutting down. Instead, they are in the process of making significant changes to their platform. The reason for these changes is that Iroko TV originally designed its technology to work well with specific conditions in African regions, right? Especially in terms of internet connectivity. But now, they want to expand their audience to cater to more global user base. This is according to him, by the way. And to do this, they need to update their technology and adapt it to a broader range of internet conditions. And they are saying that we should think of it as changing a tool that you have been using for one specific job to make it work better for a new different job. Make it versatile if you may. These updates are quite significant and it's taking time to get everything in place. So let's wait for that right? <laughs> and make sure that they are not really closing. I don't want them to close. Meanwhile, some people in Tanzania are using cash more often instead of mobile money for their transactions. Now, this shift is because the government has introduced high taxes on mobile money services, making them expensive. Now, in July 2021, the Tanzanian government imposed a tax on mobile money transaction to fund development projects. Now, this tax ranged from a small amounts to a much larger one, right? Depending on the transaction. On top of all that... There were already taxes like a value added tax and an excise duty on mobile money fees. After public protests, the government reduced the tax rates, but people are still using mobile money less. Now, the revenue from mobile money drops significantly from um, 736 billion Tanzanian shillings to 6.145 billion Tanzanian shillings. This is a huge decrease and it happened between June and August. And it's only stabilized around, you know, 6.555 billion Tanzanian shillings in September 2021. This means that people are now more price sensitive when it comes to using mobile money. This issue was discussed during an event called the Mobile World Congress in 2023 in Kigali, Rwanda. So, well, high taxes on mobile money in Tanzania are making people go back to using cash for their transactions because it is cheaper. That is basically what it means. Anyway, I want to tell you about Keeper. In case you do not know, Keeper is a company that started by offering bookkeeping services to small and medium businesses in Nigeria and have decided to shut down their agency banking service called Kipa Pay. Now, here is why. In 2022... Keeper raised 8.4 million dollars and decided to enter the agency banking business now the idea was to allow the 500 merchants who already use the keepers bookkeeping and inventory management services to also become agents and earn extra income this seemed like a great plan because many nigerian agents outlets combine agency business with their existing ones however keeper has now decided to exit the agency banking business just after one year It is not because of competition, so they say. They don't believe that competition is what caused the decision. In fact, they believe that the startup ecosystem in Nigeria is not yet mature enough for competition to kill a startup. Keeper initially offered bookkeeping services and later expanded into business registration with Keeper Start, and Keeper Pay was their agency banking offering. Right? They acquired 500,000 merchants by 2022. Still, as the Nigerian economy faced challenges, this merchant struggled. And it actually sh- shone a light on the difficulties of supporting startup businesses or small businesses in Nigeria, especially during economic hardships. Now, Keeper had f- a focus on profitable merchants in smaller cities, but the past six months were tough for them due to economic fluctuations. Right now, the dollar is running away from the Naira, and Naira cannot even keep up. As a result, Keeper decided to shut down its agency banking services and also Keeper start, which helped small businesses with business registration this decision will result in 40 employees losing their jobs and the ripple effect is something that we have not even grasped yet. The reason for shutting down Keeper Pay a mix of challenges faced by small businesses, narrow devaluation and the changes in the market while Keeper was executing its plans many people are living in Nigeria because Nigeria is no longer habitable for many businesses we are not breathing, I mean the president said let the poor breathe, they are not breathing well moving on Vibra, which is an Africa focused crypto platform co founded by Vincent Lee, has shut down all of its three markets, which includes Nigeria, Ghana, and Kenya. While the company's co founder mentioned that they were undergoing a pivot, 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 like Russ and Friends. If you know, you know. Former employees who left their jobs have a different perspective. Now, in July, employees were given, according to a report, two choices either you resign or you'll be terminated. I mean, not physically, from like, fired. The team, led by Haley Yang, was aware that the company was facing significant challenges. During that same month, Vibra had informed its users that it would discontinue its services by July 15th. Although Vincent Lee stated that this discontinuation was specific to Nigerian users who are their largest market. Messages in the Telegram group named Vibra Africa suggested that the closure was not limited to one region. I mean, you should just come out to say it and not suggest it, right? But there are several factors that contributed to Vibra's shutdown, just like I just mentioned for keeper. It includes the persistent bear market and the crash of a popular crypto exchange, FTX, had a negative impact on the crypto industry. User engagement in the Vibra app, which allowed people to trade, send, receive, save, and spend cryptocurrencies, had been declining. Now, the company's website mentioned having over 100,000 agents across three markets. But the exact number of users at the time remains uncertain. However, it is clear that the user activity on the app has decreased, resulting in a significant drop in the startup's revenue from transaction fees. Let us take a shift to Amazon, right? And talk about startup (laughs) or starting up (laughs) in another region rather than leaving the market. Amazon has announced that it will launch Amazon.co.za in South Africa in 2024. (laughs) I'm excited about this. You know why? It's a lot of money to, to get something from Amazon because it's coming from the United States. And delivery is off the charts, right? So, if you can get something, if it was in Nigeria for instance, it would have been easier, but it's in South Africa, so let's just say it's better because it's closed, right? This means that South African business or uh, based sellers will be able to sell their products to customers across the country through Amazon's platform. Amazon's online store relies heavily on independent sellers, with more than 60 percent of its sales coming from small and medium-sized businesses. Now, this will provide a wide variety of products, competitive prices, and convenience for customers Mm -hmm. and consumers. Starting from October 17, 2023, independent sellers in South Africa can register their businesses or have started registering on Sell.amazon.com forward slash South Africa. In addition to this exciting news, Amazon is also introducing generative AI capabilities to help sellers create engaging and effective product listings. And this will make it easier for sellers to write product descriptions and help shoppers find the product that they are looking for. Amazing, isn't it? <laughs> now, let's go to AdBots, still in South Africa, that has started a, pat- a partnership with MTN Nigeria to bring its AI-powered online ad campaign management platform to small and medium-sized enterprises, SMEs in Nigeria. AdBots platform allows SMEs to create Google and Bing ads in just 10 minutes. 10. 10. Get it. This partnership enables MTN Nigeria to offer AdBots services to SMEs using their Thrive google ads bundle Mm -hmm. which includes one gig of data a minimum of 10 website conversions and 500 ad views on google smes using the thrive google ads bundle can impute details like target location keywords ad copy amongst others an ad bot system then takes this impute and launches ad campaigns using machine learning to optimize for the best click through rates at the lowest cost Linda Sintouaford, who is a Chief Enterprise Business Officer at MTN Nigeria, believes that this partnership will help Nigerian SMEs access search engines and digital platforms facilitating their growth. AdBot's decision to expand to Nigeria was driven by the need to address the challenge of people not fully understanding automation, which was a hurdle in their home market of South Africa. And now, shall we talk about Sunny? Sony has established a $10 million innovation fund and it is known as the Sony Innovation Fund Africa to invest in entertainment startups in Africa. Now, this initiative aims to support and promote growth of the entertainment industry in the region. The fund will primarily focus on seed-on. The fund will primarily focus on seed to early-stage startups operating in various segments of the entertainment industry, including um, gaming, music, movies, and content distribution. Now, Sony is allocating an initial $10 million for these investments. In addition to setting up the fund, Sony has entered into a collaboration agreement with the International Finance Corporation, a major global development institution that focuses on the private sector and actively invests in emerging markets, including African startup companies. Now, this collaboration will not only involve financial investment, but will also leverage the strengths of both Sony and IFC to further support the growth of the entertainment industry in Africa. Moto Mitomo I'm going to say that again. Toshimoto Mitomo, the executive deputy president and chief strategy officer of Sony Group Corporation, expressed the company's commitment to having the next generation of technologies and startups. And Sony is hoping that the Sony Innovation Fund, Africa, will accelerate the growth of the African entertainment industry and contribute to the region's progress and development by facilitating collaboration with entertainment businesses with the Sony Group. And this is an exciting one. People are already applying for it. Uh I cannot wait to see how this turns out. On that note, I'm going to be saying bye I'll be doing this again this time next week, telling you about the top stories in the last week. Okay. I want you to be informed constantly and inform myself as well. My name is Lily and you'll be listening to Tech Talk on Africa Tech Radio. Thanks for listening and don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on AfricatechRadio.com.